are about to hear a life-changing message preached at the Kodesh Family Church in Memphis by the Reverend Kojo Orleans Lindsay. Mark 8:36-37 reads, For what shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? In this Sunday's message, Reverend Lindsay continues a series on evangelism and why we must be soul winners. Jesus expects the church to tell the whole world about him. Therefore, we should not be ashamed. We must overcome any fears and have faith that God's work is already done. So let's listen in to this anointed word and learn how to incorporate soul winning into our daily lives. Be blessed.
willing that any should perish. He loves everyone and so must we. A soul is a soul and it's precious to God. A soul is a soul and it's precious to God. God is not willing that any should perish. He loves everyone and so must we. A soul is a soul and it's precious to God. songs. I'm telling you, the spirit is moving. It's moving. It's moving. I'm thinking God made a way. He says God made a way. Hey, we are standing here because he made a way. And then the question came to my mind, to do what? what did, why did he make a way for me? To do what? And to just be here? Amen. Souls are precious to God. So put those two together. Amen. Why Amen. Hallelujah. So now we are here. We're about to embark on the most important part of the service this day, this hour, hallelujah, what we've been waiting for all week, amen, is to be fed by the word of God, amen, hallelujah, so I want us to put our hands together, give glory to God, amen, amen. hallelujah, I want you to rise to your feet and welcome Reverend Kojo Orleans Lindsay, she's joining me, come on, so join, 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 John, 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 John,
Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, we are grateful. Very grateful that you saved us. <laughs> Father, once we were like sinners. Wasting away. Sons and daughters of disobedience. In this perverse world. But in the fullness of time, you sent your son Jesus. And his activity was not an event, but was a sustained process. 2,000 years down the line, we still benefit from this blood. We pray that today you will teach us how to make meaning of what he did for us. Holy Spirit, we welcome you. Make it about heaven. Make it about the kingdom. And may we invest in kingdom things to the glory of Almighty God. We thank you, Holy Spirit. We bind every demonic forces of Satan. And we declare, let your word have free course in Jesus Christ's mighty name. Amen. Please put your hands together. Please be seated in the presence of the Lord. Melvo, it's good to see you. Well, I want to read a few scriptures. As the song was going on, what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? These scriptures came to me in Mark chapter 8, verse 36 to 38. It says, for what shall it profit a man? I told you, bring your Bible to church. And when the scriptures are mentioned, don't just look on this. Bring your Bible, bring your notebook, bring a pen or pencil to write or bring a tablet so that you can type into it, okay? Very, very important. Very, very important. So I want you all to do that, and it will be a blessing. Wonderful. Um, so the Bible says in Mark, so always write notes, eh? Write notes. When somebody important is speaking, you write it down. And I don't mean mean, I mean the Lord. Okay, preaching is declaring the oracles of prophecy. That saith the Lord. You write it down, all right? Even in lecture rooms, we write down notes. How much more in the Lord's house? Okay, yeah, Bible says write down, Habakkuk chapter 2, write down the vision and make it plain upon tables or tablets. Everybody should have a tablet. So he that reads it will run. It means that there will be a sense of urgency. One day you read it, because he said the vision is for an appointed time. Though it tarry wait for it. it means that everything you write, you those who take notes seriously, something happens in their future. 
says for an appointed time. You watch. Those in the church who don't write notes are different from those who write notes. It's true. Anything that is important to you, what is a diary? A diary is a record of things you don't want to forget. Yeah. When somebody important is speaking to you, you try not to forget. I have my notes dating back to when I was a student. Yeah. In fact, recently I gave my notes to some people in the church to uh, put it in um, um, electronic form. Yeah. And I said, wow. So you were learning, learning some of these things. Some of them dates back to 2000, 1999, 1998, 1992. Some of you were not even a thought. I didn't mean a clot, a thought. They're two different things. A clot means you were a thought. Uh-huh. But it hasn't become a clot. You know, like how Brother William, Sister Cheryl, when they got married, then they started thinking about having children. Then the clot came. But the thought means the people who were going to make you were not even, they didn't even know each other. Amen. But it has helped because the vision is for an appointed time. Everything you write down as a record, God takes it seriously that, look, let me activate this thing for this person. Because if you look in Habakkuk chapter 2, that's what it says. It's for an appointed time. It's a vision for an appointed time. It will come to pass. Though it tarry, wait for it. Because it shall surely come. And not lie. Do you get the point? So make it a point for your own future and destiny. Record it. Record things. Now, let me also tell you another thing you should record. Dreams. Dreams. You see, the Bible says that mankind is so proud that it takes God putting you to sleep to take the pride away and to put the instructions in your heart. Yeah. Because many times when the Lord speaks to you, even like the way you are behaving, as I'm speaking, you won't write it down. So sometimes you just, look, take him out. It's just falls short of killing you. Because when he kills you, you can't carry the vision. So the best, the closest to killing your body, your flesh, is to put you to sleep. Your body is now dead. Now your spirit can come alive. Because God is a spirit, and they that worship must worship him in spirit and in truth. So in your dreams, eh, don't take it seriously. Even if you don't understand, write it down. One day I was preaching in Ghana to a lot of pastors, all pastors. I just said I should preach to all the pastors. As I was preaching, I was preaching, then a vision came to my mind. And I said, this vision I've seen before. Wow. And it reminded me that it was a dream. Then I went to a place called Dreams and Revelation. Wow. And I looked and I looked and lo, it was there exactly what I was seeing. So I told somebody, I just saw a vision. Come and read the vision. And he read it. I said, when was this vision? It was 1998. Wow. But it happened 2000 and just three years ago, four years ago. Write it down. Hey. God speaks. Dreams are not for The things that happened to Pharaoh in dreams and Joseph interpreted, they came to pass. Do you know why? Pharaoh was smart enough to take it seriously. In fact, sometime he forgot, he was so disturbed, he said somebody should remind of what he dreamt. Not even, I dreamt this. No. So he remembered it and he rehearsed it so important that he said, look, come and interpret it. And because he took it seriously, it came to pass, he was delivered from famine. The whole world was into famine, but wow. he was delivered. That shall be your portion in wow. Jesus' name. Amen. Yeah. 
So the word of God is to make you perfect. The Bible says that it's profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, and for instruction in right living. That the man of God, a child of God, a person of God, will be made perfect, entire, wanting nothing. Mm. Do you get the point? So it is very important for us to have that in mind. And right note, it's also a sign of humility. That God says, I hear. If you can't hear God, who you you hear? You see, this mentality of not taking God seriously, you can't even carry it to your workplace. You see, God will never fire you, but the boss can fire you. So you will learn these things from here in humility. So you, you try it. Anybody who writes things down, you're going somewhere to happen. In the house of the Lord. It means that you are somebody who takes God seriously and his words as him. Jesus said in John 6, 63, it is the spirit that quickeneth or makes a lot. The flesh profits nothing. In other words, don't look at the flesh of the guy who's speaking here with this accent. It's a spirit that will bring life. Amen. And it says, the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. If you believe that the word of God that is coming is spirit, it's spiritual, it's from God. God is spirit. It's God's word. It's God. And it's bringing life. You will take it seriously. Yeah. If you are dying and they give you a lifeline, seriously. God's word is a lifeline. Clap for Jesus. Receive it. Yeah. You see, counsel is a lifeline. Wisdom is a lifeline. Direction, instruction is a lifeline. Doctrine is a lifeline. So please, let that attitude come. And I don't blame you. I blame myself because I've trained you this way for 35 years. That you don't need to bring your Bible. You don't need to write any. I'll write it for you. I'll read it for you. I will search the scripture for you. And I will put it, when I say Ezekiel, I will set it for you and write it down. You don't need to even know that in the Bible. Oh, look at what I'm doing. And you're also happy clapping for me. Clap one more time, the last time. Hallelujah. You're clapping too. Amen. (laughs) So that is the reason why I think that I'm going to keep this away. Occasionally, when I see you're struggling, I'll turn it on. Like I mentioned a book like Nahum. Hey. We can't find You know, Nahum. Where you know, is it? There's a certain country that when you say Nahum, a whom is like a stone. It's Aramaic. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Amen. <laughs> All right. But the scripture is Mark 8, 36. We've been talking about souls. Yes. Precious, precious souls. The Bible says, for what shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world? And lose his own soul. You know? Amen. The message is tell them. Tell them. The title of all that we're doing is tell them. It's from our bishop's book called Tell Them. Tell them. Somebody say tell them. Tell them. Uh-huh. Tell them. I wish you would say, Pastor Richard, bring me. The book is called Tell Them. It's about evangelism. Tell them. That's what I'm preaching from. You Amen. See? Yeah. So... Uh, tell them, and it's all to, supposed to tell the church. Tell them. The Lord says, tell them. He says, what shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? What? What? You see, it means that if a church is raising your soul and things like that, tell them. There's another one, which is a blue one, but that's the book. Try and get one. Amen. Okay? Try and get one. And anybody who's interested in these books, I can give 73 of them for you for free. Digital. Wow. If you are interested at the end, go to the back. They will set you up and then they'll download these books. So that anytime I'm preaching and I 
have a topic. You can even look at it. Several wow. of them. Okay. Amazing. Yeah, it's free. Yeah. That's why sometimes I raise funds when books are written, so that we can distribute it for free to the world. Amen. Amen. All right, so what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? So you should never exchange your soul. You should never backslide. You should never give up your soul for prostitution. Give up your soul for money. Give up your soul for pleasures, short-term pleasures, or let go, or give up your soul for laziness sake. You see, like when we come to church, we are replenishing and building up and enriching our souls. Therefore, we should not give, you know, sometimes you're so lazy, I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to make it. You see, but you go to work in spite of your tiredness. It's you true. So it shows a certain relative priority. Mercy. Meanwhile, it's only one, one day of the week. Zoom and say amen. Amen. I'll see you next week, God willing. Wow. You know, but it's not all Zoomers who are unspiritual. Sometimes circumstances have kept people where they are. Okay. But they know the truth. Amen. Now, so verse 37, or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? Verse 38 says, whosoever therefore shall be ashamed, tell them, tell them, shall be ashamed of me and of my words. I won't write the words now, like of my words. In this adulterous and sinful generation, of him also shall the Son of Man be ashamed when he comes in the glory of his Father with the holy angels. Okay? So we have shared that everybody tell them. We should tell them. But people are ashamed of his words. Wow. Ashamed of... When we go for outreaches, you should see it. When the mark or the family meeting comes, when we have, you know, this week was mark. And you can see, clap for mark. You see their t-shirts. Wow. Yeah. I needed to put on my t-shirt, but you know, sometimes people get jealous that I'm in Mark, so I try not to display. Yes. So I put a shirt of many colors, like Joseph. Mark, Matthew, Luke, John, they're all here inside the shirt. Wow. So that I can be, yeah, a unifier. <laughs> Say the pastor, he likes Mark people, he doesn't like Luke. It's not true. Amen. Amen. Now, Jesus says, tell them. He's expecting the church to tell the world about his love. And when Mark or Matthew do their week, they come loaded for the prayer day. They clean the church. They do their rehearsal. They do everything. But when it comes to Saturday for the outreach, very few people come along. This is what the Lord said. You are ashamed. Everything is okay, but you are ashamed of my words. In this perverse and adulterous generation, I've sent you into this adulterous and perverse generation to speak to them. And you are ashamed because you should have seen some of the things that people tell us. Prove God to me in the test tube. So you say, God gave gave me breath. So you give me no credit for breathing and staying alive? Wow. Somebody asked us that question. So I I have no credit that I got. I say, God woke me up. So I get no credit for getting up every morning. You want to give all the credit to God? Mercy. These are some of the adulterous and perverse generations. Forgive us, Lord. You see? And when we are ashamed, then the Lord says, on that day I'll also be ashamed of you. So I'm telling you, Let's go tell them. Tell someone, let's go tell them. Let's go tell them. Go tell it on the mountain. Go tell it on the mountain. Jesus Christ is. Oh, go, go, go. Tell it on the mountain. Over the hills and every, everywhere. Oh, you see. You are, you are laughing at my key. God forgive your sins. 
All right. Christ is born for you. So Amen. we've been talking. We've said so many reasons. So many reasons why. And you know why. And I want to just read this passage and I'll go to now how. You see, many people have said, Lord, but Pastor, you've told us why we should do it. Why we should do it. Let me even give you some more reasons. Then I'll tell you today. My main thing is to tell you how to do it. Okay? Another reason yeah. of all the reasons I've given. Let me add a, a couple more. So winning is important now because the night comes when no one can work. The night comes when no one can work. Okay, John 9, 4. I must work the works of him that sent me while it is day. The night cometh when no man can work. The night is a time where even when you want to... Yesterday, my wife was trying to change a flight. It took us two and a half hours to get somebody. They said, it's night, so they've all closed. So there's only a skeleton staff. You get the point. The night is when, even if you want to do something, there are no people, they are asleep. The night is, things have caught up with you. The night comes sometimes because you are sick, you cannot speak. Some people have stroke, they cannot speak anymore. When they had the voice, they didn't witness. The night comes because perhaps you've relocated. There were people around you who could have spoken to them about Christ. But then, you didn't do it until you finished school and they all never got to hear the word. Or... The night comes because they leave. The night comes because there are some places scriptures are not allowed. China, you have to go underground. You are not allowed. The night comes, no one can work. You see, the night comes. There are people that you have an opportunity. If you don't take advantage of it, it will never come again. Your night has come. Your night has come. You get the point. So remember, or you go to a place, they don't even understand your language. Yeah, the night has come. Amen. Yeah. If I don't preach to you now and I'm transferred to another branch, my night has come for you. Yeah, my night has come. Then we have to bring Brother William to be pastor. Wow. And now I may have been transferred to another branch. You see? So it's very important for you to understand that it is not limitless. Okay. Now, the next other reason, I'm just going to give you a couple of reasons, and then I'll do, show you how. Somebody say how. How. How do we do it? How okay. do we do so, it? So, then the next one is you must be a soul winner because soul winning is the supreme task of every kind of minister, even if they are not evangelists. Every servant of God. That's why the last time I read to you, do the work of an evangelist. You don't have to be... Um, a servant of God, I mean, a, a priest to do it. So when it's not for priests, it's for Christians. Romans chapter 10. Romans chapter 10, from verse 14. How then shall they call on him? In fact, from verse 13. It says that everyone, for whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. So we know that. If we can get somebody to call on the name of the Lord, they shall be saved. Yesterday, somebody argued with us, argued with us for a long time. Eventually, the person decided, I will call on the name of the Lord. Show me how to do it, and I'll do it. Amen. She may not realize it, but she's going to be heard. Amen. Everyone, say whosoever, even if it's Hitler. Wow. Yeah. Even me. Even if you are the thief on the cross, condemned with Christ, call on the name of you'll be saved. Amen. Everyone. Amazing. But the next verse is verse 14. So what? How then shall they call on him whom they have not believed? 
And how shall they believe in him whom they have not heard? Amen. And how shall they hear without a preacher? Yes. Now, when you hear this, you think that, oh, Pastor Lindsay, that's where your job is. Now you are transferring your job to us. Well, watch this. Watch this. How shall they, without a preacher, and how shall they preach unless they are sent? Amen. So preachers are people who are sent to tell them. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Amen. Not people ordained to stand here and to preach to people who know about him already. What I'm doing is not evangelism. Amen. It is, some, it is ascending. Yeah. A pastor, is a, his responsibility is to equip the saints for the work of the ministry, for the edification or building up of the church. Building up the church means increasing Adding on and on. Building is adding one block to block to block. And the block materials are not cement blocks or they are not bricks. They are human souls. And that's a responsibility of a pastor. That's what I'm doing. And to send them to go tell the world. Go tell it on the mountains. Over the hills and far everywhere. How shall they preach unless they are sent? So if this month is ended and we finish talking about soul winning, You've been sent. God knows I've done my job. Clap for Jesus. Wow. Yeah. As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who preach the gospel of peace, who bring glad tidings of good things. So your feet are beautiful feet, if you can agree. So, so winning is important because everybody has been sent. Everybody. And again, 2 Corinthians chapter um, 5 from verse 17. They amplify. Let's read it again. Finally. Okay, and then I'll tell you how, now that you're being sent, how shall you do it? How many have wondered, how, okay, I want to do it, but I don't know what to do. Has it happened to you? I want to preach them. I want to witness. I want to Amen. go so winning and out, but I don't know what to do. Well, Bible, first of all, we've been sent. Second Corinthians 5.17. Therefore, if any man is in Christ, he's a new creature. Every new creature. All things have passed away. Everything has become new. Now, is that all? When you're born again, is that all? Now, everybody is saying, look, therefore, next, next verse, next verse 18. Now, all things are of God who has reconciled us. If you can get me the amplifier, I'll be very grateful. Who has reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ and has given us the ministry. Oh, but all things are from God who through Jesus Christ reconciled us to himself. First of all, received us into favor, brought us into harmony with himself, and gave to us the ministry of reconciliation that by the word and deed we might aim to bring others, others also, into harmony with himself. That's the job of a Christian. That's the Amen. reason why you were born again, to bring others into harmony to Jesus. Wow. I'm telling you, that's the reason why you were birthed. The birth. reason why wow. you were born again. Amen. That's the reason why. Okay, because if God is just trying to reconcile people to himself, then immediately after born again, you should just be killed. God should just take your breath away so that you get to heaven before you backslide. But he keeps us here Amen. so that with our new birth, we can testify what has happened Amen. to us. Jesus reconciled us to himself, to God. We reconcile others to God. Then he goes on in verse 19. I like that. It was God who was personally present in Christ, reconciling and restoring the world to favor with himself, not counting up and holding against men their trespasses. Forget our people's sins. We will preach righteousness, and we do preach, but it's not our job to even judge their righteousness or the lack thereof. Yeah. 
If a fish is in the sea, you don't clean and try and take off the fins. You don't clean up the fish while the fish is in the sea or in the water. Yeah. You have a catfish in the river and you are cleaning it in the river. You know what's going to happen to you? It will either... <laughs> yeah. It will either run away or you run away. It's true. I said two things. It will either run or you will run. It will kind of hurt you. Eh? Has the fins hit created? It's so not only painful, it burns, it itches, it bleeds, it's infected. So you don't clean. You just tell them, you just catch them in and bring them home, domesticate them. They will become nice for food. Yeah. It will be easy to clean them once they are home. Yeah. That's the work. God has done his work. Take them from the environment that they are in. You, your job is to bring them to Christ. That's all. He will do the rest. Clap for Jesus. He will Amen. do the rest. Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah. Amen. Praise God. Yeah. Not counting up and holding against men their trespasses. Who made you? Wow. A judge of who is a fornicator. We don't agree with the fornication. But that's not the time to address it. When you allow the Holy Spirit in, it will be easy to address these things. Amen. Yeah. You tell an unbeliever about tithing or about righteousness or to drop the girlfriend. What are you talking about? To stop lying. That's what has worn me my bread. Wow. Yeah. Are you, you understand? One person told me, Pastor, I know what you're saying, but I believe even God wants me to enjoy the women. Wow. Yeah. Be happy. God says, we must love all. Mm. says, oh, no man anything to love one another. The person said, yes, I owe them love. I must show them love. Wow. I must love yeah. them. And there's only one way that he loves. Yeah. Through the central region. That's all. Mercy, mercy. You what know? a way to love. Yeah, it's a greater, greater. <laughs> That's a lesser love. Wow. Not counting up and holding against men their trespasses, but canceling them. Somebody say canceling them. Canceling them. Canceling them. And committing to us the message of reconciliation, that is, of restoring people to favor. When the prodigal son came, the big brother was an immature Christian. Christian stayed for long, but didn't have love. Was now bringing up the sins of that prodigal. But the father, who knew what he was doing, embraced him. Quickly did he put a ring on his finger so that it doesn't run off. I've labeled you, now you're my child. Amen. You belong here. New clothes. New cover. Let me cover you. Under the covering, I can do what I want. Let me cover you. Let me give you feet. Beautiful feet. You can't run when you're in shoes. Yeah, you can't run. You, he did everything to keep him. Then he told the brother, this your brother was lost. But he's found. Amen. There's necessity to rejoice. You wait. He's now a servant. He said he's not fit to be a son anymore. But he doesn't know. He'll start as a servant. He'll become a son. Don't worry. Clap for Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. So when you see the imperfections in people here, it's expected. We are under construction. Yes. In they will progress. become better. Amen. Will be and better. as you will also become better. Clap yes. for Jesus. I but our job better. is to bring them in for God to Amen. work on them. Clap for it's Jesus. So true. So this and then that's what. And the Bible says, verse 20, that we are therefore ambassadors. So we are Christ's ambassadors. God making his appeal as it were through us. We, as Christ's personal representatives, we beg you all for his sake to lay hold of the divine favor now offered to you 
All of you, therefore, even if you are here and you're struggling with it, we beg you, just stick around and be reconciled to God properly. Amen. Yeah, stick around and see yes, what God stick will do. Around. Do you know who this guy is? You don't know where I've come from. You don't know. And wow. I tell you my story all the time. I was raised in a nightclub. Mercy. Yeah. I have been used as a pimp before. Hey. Yeah. I've sat in to pornographic activity without screen. Live. Live and active. And in code. Yes. And I was right in the center. Wow. Made to see and to watch from beginning to end. Ringside services. Front row seats. You see, front row seats. Hey. This is what the Lord has done because I Amen. came in we, and look. look what the Lord has done. He will do it for you as well. Clap for Jesus. Yeah. But how does he do it? And that's why last week we said that you must learn to retain people, not to brush off people and to push off people. Our job here, everybody involved, is to help keep the people. When the prodigal son's tongue came and the father helped, big brother Christian, deacon, Pastor, shepherd, center leader, mature Christian was saying, oh, no, 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 this guy is not fit to be in this church. Why have you given this guy, uh, uh, celebrated the birthday? You brought him to the front and we've celebrated. Do you know what the world will say this guy is? But the father said, no, don't do that. He'll get better. I am at work. It is God who worketh in us both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Philippians chapter 2 verse 13. It is God. It's not man. Pastor Lindsay, I have no power other than that which God is doing. Amen. Yeah. This, my word that you are so excited. You were here last week, two weeks ago. You are here today. Next week you are coming by the grace of God. You are enjoying Amen. it. It's the anointing that yes. God has put on my life that you are enjoying. Yes. Amen. Yeah. And that will work. It's the anointing that breaks the yoke, Amen. not the man of God. So don't put the Bible to break the head. Don't hit the head with the Bible. No. Let God break the yoke by the anointing. Yes, the anointing. The yoke that's holding the person, preventing them from doing the thing. Do you get the point? So what we need to do is follow up and retention. And last week we said that every one of your activities should make somebody more comfortable in the church. Yeah. And anything that makes you step out of the church, even if it's temporary, is not in your favor. The devil wants you big time. Everything that keeps you away. No matter how justified you are, it's not worth it. For what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? No offense that anybody will offend you. No offense is worth stepping out of the church for. You're right. Oh, yeah. Yes. You can only suffer like the one who suffered with the prostitutes. And that guy came to himself. So, Zoomers, come back home. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Amen. Come back. So those of us who come once in every month, come back consistently. Because in the Father's house, Bible says in um, Psalm 65 and verse 4, blessed is the man whom God chooses and causes to approach unto him. Anybody you see approaching God's house, Bible says because he shall be satisfied that he may, number one, dwell in the courts. Not dwell even on, on outside. Dwell in the courts. For he shall be satisfied with the goodness of his house, even of his holy temple. That's why you should even show it. Please project it so that everybody will see. Wow. That's a blessing. Amen. So God says, you bless the people to come in. I'll do the rest. How? 
So everyone, please try. When you go for your Mark or Matthew or Luke and you win souls, today I've called everybody. None of them but one responded. No problem. I'll keep calling the whole time. Amen. That's why we do it once a month and the rest. You continue following up. And when people are in church, continue being nice to them. Caden. Okay? Be nice to people. Yes. Talk to them. Relate well with them. Be to nice keep to keep them. Because the devil is also working hard to take them. Amen. Yes. We will prevail in Jesus' name. We will prevail. Bible says, Amen. and I will be, he told Peter, upon you. He said, everybody here, you are part of the brick. Part. He said, you are the rock. He changed, I'm changing your name from Cephas to Peter. Means a fragment of the rock. And upon this rough fragment, I will build my church and the yes. gates of hell shall not prevail against Amen. Matthew 16, 18. Wow. Do you know what that means? Sebra Michael, you are like Peter. God changes your name from Michael to Peter. Peter is... You know, Peter is not a Jewish name. No. Cephas is. That's mm. his father's. He said, I will from now I'll call you Peter. In other words, everybody here, you should be called Peter. Wow. A fragment of Christ. You are a part of Jesus. Amen. Jesus is the rock. But you are a fragment. And yes. upon fragment after fragment after fragment, I will build my church and the gates of hell. If you say amen, shall not prevail against it. Amen. You see? So you should be a reason why... Add, add, add. Let's do it. Amen. That's what I'm doing. I'm being a Peter. Wow. Isabella, say amen. How do we do it? How do we do it? How to share Christ without fear. Okay. Teach us. Let's see fear. Anyway. All right. How to share Christ without fear. I want to give you a few points. Okay. Uh, number one, it's our responsibility. You know, and um, um, how should I start? Hmm. Just start. Start. Oh <laughs> First step. First, First step. Number one. Yes. Number one. Okay, let me give you a, a very, very basic scripture. John chapter 4, verse 35 to 42. Okay. John chapter 4, verse 35 to 42. It says over here. Now, watch this carefully. Say not. Don't you say this. Huh? Do you not say this? They said this is what you guys have. Huh? Tell them. Okay. People usually say, there are still four months. I don't need to rush to do anything. Then comes the harvest. Say, is that what you say? You always, in other words, Christian procrastinates so winning all the time. He says, behold. I said, he said, don't say there are four months more. Don't say, oh, it's evangelism month, so when the last day of the month, I'll win a soul. Oh, I mean, I have a whole year. Don't say. Behold, I say to you, lift up your eyes and look on the fields, for they are already white for the harvest. Now, keep going. Huh? Next verse. And he who reaps receives wages. Everybody, when you go for that, you see God blesses you with something and gathers fruit for eternal life. That both he who sows and he who reaps may rejoice together. You know, keep going. 37. For in this the saying is true. One sows and another reaps. Keep going. I sent you to reap which you have not labored. You didn't labor. Eh? Others labored and you have entered into their labors. There's mm -hmm. 39. 39. I, and many of the Samaritans in the city believed. Now, do you know what this saying when you go out there for outreach, don't think you are the one doing anything. 
the work has been done. You are going to reap. Amen. The harvest is already ripe. You are not the one trying to ripen it. Amen. Have that faith. Yes. Why is it that people know we've shared about winning souls, tell them, but they don't do it? Number one, they are afraid. Number two, it's guilt. Number three, the people feel inadequate, unqualified. Yeah. People feel, I don't have what it takes. All kinds of reasons. What are some of the other reasons that people use for not winning souls? People will not respond, yeah? I'm still working on my own self. Me, myself, I'm a problem. God is not looking for perfect people. He's looking for willing, willing yes. people. Yes. Yeah. Amen. Okay. Paul was not perfect. Eh? He was even a murderer, but God used him. Changed him and used him because he became willing. So don't walk in fear. How do we do it? Number one, develop a habit of praying daily for openings and doors of opportunity. Pray daily that God, give me an opportunity. Open a door for me to reach out to somebody. That's the first thing. Just make it a habit of praying every day when you get up. God, you open doors for me to reach out to somebody. 1 Corinthians 16, verse 9. The Bible says over there, there is a great door and effectual open unto me, but there are many adversaries or opposition. 1 Corinthians chapter 16, Amen. verse number 9. A great and effective door has opened to me, and there are many adversaries. So pray for a great and effectual door every day. Yeah. Even when there are adversaries, Pray for it, because the door will be open. Yeah. It's not easy to find an opportunity. Sometimes somebody, God will open doors. You'll be surprised that somebody will sit by you and will tell you, you know, can you pray for me? You'll be shocked. Amen. Or you'll be surprised that somebody will be given to you that trained the person, and then the person suddenly gets close to you such that you can say something like, by the grace of God. And the person says, oh, I've seen somebody who has hope. You know, or your lifestyle will just minister to somebody and bring the person to Christ. Pray for doors. Pray Amen. that God open doors. doors for me. Yes. Because it's not easy. Somebody will sit by you who needs exactly what your testimony is. Share your story, and that's the thing. It will change the person's life. It's an opportunity. So, number one, every day pray as you go. The same way you pray, God, bring me home safely. Tell somebody, bring somebody home safely to Christ. Bring somebody, use me to bring somebody, open a door for me. Number two, learn to combine witnessing with daily activities. Okay. With daily, in other words, don't make it an event, make it a lifestyle. Amen. I'll say it again. Learn to combine witnessing with your daily activities. Amen. With your daily activities. Combine it with your daily activities. In other words, make it a lifestyle, not an event. In other words, don't wait till they say, on Saturday we are going for outreach. Uh -huh. Now your outreach, your witnessing anointing has come. <laughs> Once a month. Then you put on your t-shirt. Come, I found hope in Jesus. Yeah, I'm an outreach. That's an event. You see? Yeah. Please bring somebody without breasts. 
Before they go, pastor touches breast in public. You also have breast. But this one is a mosquito bite breast. It's just a mosquito bite right here. Now, caption, pastor demonstrates wow. using mosquito bite. <laughs> Found hope in Jesus. Amen. You see, you put on. That's the only time you win souls. And even then, you make the t-shirt win souls for you. You don't speak. Wow. You just tell everybody there's hope in Jesus. Have you seen it? Hey, go and speak. <laughs> no. God bless you. Mosquito Amen. bite. You see, so what that means is that you are a cab driver. No problem. On the cab, there comes, oh, how are you? I'm fine by the grace of God. Amen. Oh, what do you mean by that? This, and then you say that. Just natural things. You are going somewhere, you sit there, and somebody asks for help, and he said, oh, I will help you. You add, Jesus would have helped you. Why not me? Oh, what do you mean by that? That's what Jesus did. Jesus was going to the well to drink water. Or Jesus had sent his disciples away. Somebody came to drink water. It was not an outreach time. But he was just, oh, can I get some water to drink? Wow. And he converted the conversation into spiritual things. By the time we realized, a whole city had been won by the woman Amen. of Samaria. Clap for wow. the Lord Jesus. Amen. Yeah. Amazing. You never know. One person that you speak to can be the reason for a whole lot of people. Brother Michael, I witnessed to while he was coming with his wife for a colonoscopy. And then I just spoke to him. Look at him. Through him, many people have become wow. Christians. You see? So make it a lifestyle, not an event. You like events too much. <laughs> yeah. Like, like the man who had a wedding, went on honeymoon, and on that day told the wife, everything vows, I love you, I will love you, and I will have no other person other than you. Five years down the line, the woman comes to complain to us. We the pastors. What's the complaint? My my husband doesn't. My husband, my husband doesn't say he loves me. And so we call the husband. But it's very easy to tell your wife, love you. Why are you doing this? Your wife is a very romantic, very nice person. You know what the husband said? The husband said, Pastor, ask her. You were also there. That day I might have told her I love you, and I've not changed my mind. Why do you want to hear it again? I've not told you I've changed my mind. Why do I have to say it again? See, that guy has made the marriage an event. It happened. The marriage was the wedding. After that, we finished. Everything can hold. If you want me to say I love you again, then organize another wedding. What kind of thing is that? Wow. What a shock. Yeah. Me, I tell my wife I love you all the time, eh? The other time I was kissing my wife, my children, so this is X-rated. I said, brother, when you get your own, you can make it P, E-rated, P-rated. I'm going all out. Now, if you don't like it, go to your room. Wow. Yeah, I never saw my, my father kiss my mother, even hold hands. They never went to a restaurant. But I am transformed by the renewing of my mind. Yes, amen. Yes, I'm a, a Christian. Yeah. So it's not an event. So everywhere that I'm going, I combine it. You should see me at my workplace. Yeah. When I went there, I, in Indiana, I had a fellowship. When I came here, I came here for a job. While at a job, I had a fellowship in my room. And the, the fellowship is what has become a church. I added, when I'm transferred, I add soul winning to it. 
when they transferred me, I was in Ghana, and then, they, 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 then I had a fellowship. Then, then by the time it was a branch, I went to New York to start a residency fellowship. Wow. And I started in the living room. I didn't have a room, so I, I, somebody, we started a fellowship. It became a church. More than almost 200 people sitting there still, handed over. You know, it's a lifestyle, not an event. Amen. So winning. Yes. Clap for Jesus. Amen. If you're making an event, you'll be like that guy. I told you I love you, and I haven't changed my mind. I said I'll be a witness, and I haven't changed my mind. Jesus, why do you want to see it every day? Okay, so make it a lifestyle. Say, tell somebody, make it a lifestyle. Make it a lifestyle. Isabella, when you're cooking and somebody calls you on the phone, you can talk about Christ. When you're on social media, TikTok, you can talk the take on and, with some, and throw in some activity. Okay. The things you throw out there, you add. You're on a platform. You're normally chatting. Then you throw in a scripture. Then you throw in something. Wow, you throw lifestyle. in a video of soul winning. Make it a lifestyle. Amen. Don't wait for an event. How Amen. many events can you create? Are you an event planner? Wow, no. Number next. Number next. <laughs> Be a nice person. Make good first impressions on yes. people. I'll say it again. Be a nice person. Wow. A nice person. Make good first impressions on people you meet. Do you know that people don't care how much you know unless they know how much you care? You can't tell me about the love of Christ. You Meanwhile, you have been very mean, even the way you are talking to me. Yeah. You saw me. My tire was out and I was struggling. You walked past me. And then finally, when I was driving, you are carrying water, free water, and then I stop. I want to speak to you about Christ. I said, you are the one who I saw over there. And I told you to help me when I tell you. I said, I'm late for an outreach. Do you get the point? So, Create first. You see somebody on an elevator, say hi. How are you? Mm. Just by your nice demeanor. Mm -hmm. When you start talking about Christ, they are not surprised. True. One day I said hello to somebody in New York in an elevator. Say good morning. Look at me, what is good about this morning? Nice. Oh, no problem. <laughs> but I said good morning. Wow. Yeah. Some of you, when you see people, you don't even say hello. And you are so much like that. You want to win souls? Look, somebody may never read the Bible, but you will be the only Bible they read. That's true. Yeah, because love. You see, but Jesus Christ said, only one commandment I give, that you love one another. Only one commandment. If some, it says that upon this hangs all the other commandments. People don't need to know all the other commandments when they can know love. That's right. Amen. Yeah. They may not understand the scripture, but they will understand love is such an international yes. language. Yes, charity. And I mean the charity, not the love that you, Central Region love. I'm talking charity. Yes, yeah, you do charity. ask for free. Nice impression. Yeah. If you are not nice, you, your face is like the wind, the north wind. And you tell somebody about Christ, they will not listen to you. That's true. Yeah. They will not. There was a second guy eh, who was a pastor, who not only was an evangelist, and was a landlord. And then there was this old lady who had been mistreated. This guy had kicked out the old lady at least three times for late payment. Old lady who didn't work. Pension comes, comes late or sometimes struggle. And so this old lady was invited to a crusade, a big gathering. And here who, who, who was preaching? The landlord. 
Then the lady carried the buckets of water that he had fetched and looked. And they called for souls to be won. And for, unfortunately, it was all the church that was there. The lady was the only person who was not a church member. Someone said, go, go and stand in front and give your life to Christ. The lady said, no, this man, you don't know him. His wickedness is screaming so loud, I can't hear any preaching. Oh. Yeah. So his wickedness screams so loudly, I can't hear any preaching. So at your workplace, if you are serious about soul winning, just prepare the way, preparation of the gospel, by being nice intentionally. Intentionally, be nice to people, say hello to people, help people out. Those things will make it so easy for people to follow you because they see Christ in you. They don't read the Bible, but they read your love. Wow. And it's a big epistle for them. Clap for Jesus. Amen. Practical soul winning. You, what you've just learned, John 3.16, you think you can just carry John 3.16 around and it won't work. The Bible says, faith which worketh by love. Faith. Amen. The machine that drives faith is love. It's not scriptures. Not knowledge. Actually, the Bible says knowledge puffs up. But charity edifies or love builds up people. Many of you are still here. It's because I've loved you. It's not even, you don't even know the scriptures I preach. <laughs> Amen. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. I can count one after another after another that by the grace of God, I've just shown kindness. Yeah. You know it. If I ask you how many scriptures I've taught you, you may not be. If I ask you how many things I've done personally in love, Yes, we will remember. You will suddenly become oligoria, is it called? Locoria. What's vomiting words? Diarrhea of words. Wow. Yeah. Casey City is the first church member ever in the church 35 years ago. 2005, when I came. First church member. She's still here. The, 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 the fight we've had. Mm. No, not fight. I beat her. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> not literally beating, but issues. And I'll come opposite and she said, no. Her favorite word is no. No. Like a baby. But I'll go behind the no and I'll talk. And I'll come again. Then I'll talk. So listen, love. Amen. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Yes, love will win. Hallelujah. Bible says love never fails. It never fails. Then, the next is overcome your fears about witnessing. Overcome your fears about witnessing. Yeah, you thought I was going to tell you, you John 3.16, you Roman 5.8, Ruda, I'll, I know all that. You're your academic brain. Um, <laughs> can easily memorize that. But what I'm teaching you is better. Okay. Overcome your fears about witness. How do you do it? Luke chapter 10 from verse 1. Luke chapter 10. Amen. From verse 1 to 11. You see, I'll read it to you quickly. Luke chapter 1 from verse... Luke chapter 10 from verse... After these things, the Lord appointed 70 also and sent them two by two before his face 
into every city or every place where he himself was about to go. Do you know that anytime you make a decision to go outreach, you have to convince yourself that Jesus is going there with you. Amen. Oh, yeah. Amen. He said, when he sent people, where they are going, he himself will be there. Wow. He said, go ye into the world and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of Father, Son, Holy Ghost, and teach them all commandments as I've taught you. And lo, I am with you always, not sometimes, Amen. even to the end. So, how do you overcome fears? Number one, know that he's there with you. Clap for Jesus. Wow. I love it. He's with Hallelujah. you. Hallelujah. Anytime I'm doing, I just say, Holy Spirit, you are here. Do it again. Yes. I'm not afraid of your questions. I may not be able to answer, but the seed will work. Then the verse 2, it says, verse 3, Go your way. Behold, I send you. Know that he's the one who sends you. As lambs among wolves. Don't expect easy things. Wolves who want to eat you up. Yeah, people have been sent who have been eaten. And some people want to accuse you. Sometimes you are even wondering whether they are the ones who have faith or you are the ones who have faith. Go. I send you out as lambs. Be soft. Be gentle. They will be aggressive, but no problem. Next verse. Next, next verse. Keep, let's keep rolling. Carry neither money bag, knapsack, sandals. Greet no one along the way. Says it's not about money. It's not about relationship. Don't worry who will see you and who will not see you. Do you get the point? Don't worry about Amen. what the environment is. Keep going. Forget. I'm saying all these make you overcome the fears. Hey, this place, you know how it is. You know the kind of people that are there. Don't worry. But whatever house you enter, first say peace to this house. You are bringing peace. Keep going. Keep going. And if a son of peace is there, your peace will rest on it. You haven't even started speaking. You just said peace to this house. Wow. Your peace will start acting. He's the prince of wow. peace. You've just called him into action. Amen. Amen. And remain in the same place, eating and drinking such things as they give. It means establish a relationship with them. Don't be too quick. I came here to just hammer the word. The relationship is important. Yeah. People don't care what you know until they know what you care. So Jesus said, establish a relationship. Yeah. That's why some of you, and expect it, I'm going to invite many of you to dinners and lunches. Amen. It's not a date. <laughs> yes. I've, I've invited some of you to dinner and to lunches. Wow. One person I told you, I'm coming, I'm taking you out on a date. Tell your husband. Yes. And she did. It was a nice date. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, because some of you, you are not comfortable me coming to your house. So I'll visit you in the restaurant, and I'll pay for it. Wow. Clap wow. for the Lord Jesus. Yeah, I'll pay for it. I love it. God has blessed me turn. enough to be a blessing to you. Amen. So when I invite you, don't think pastor is trying to hit on me. Hit on who? I'm hitting you with a word. Amen. 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 Okay. Yeah. And we'll be there. I'll be there with my wife or with somebody or somebody. Okay, so don't be afraid. But I'm inviting you, because some of you, the visitation is not working. Every time you have an excuse. When I see lunch, aha. Yes. So, shepherds, set it up for me, and I'm going to, oh, no, I'm, I'm doing it in love. Amen. Yeah. Thank you. And now, can I easily anoint you at the restaurant? Wow. Anyway. So, overcome. A relationship is important. For the laborer is worthy of his wages. In other words, when you go, remember, you'll be blessed. Amen. Do not go from house to house. It means don't just rush on. Make sure you have established people. Amen. When you talk to them, establish, call them again, 
And then, so don't rush just because I need to do 10 houses today. Who said so? Yesterday, we had done about four houses, and I turned, them. the people that were with, they had been in one place for 35. My usual number is 35. This one was 35 minutes or more. One hour. Casey said, we should go. And I said, relax, relax, let them. Please, when we definitely said, we have been baptized with fire today. Hey. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Keep going. Verse 7. And remain in that house. Good. Next. Whatever city you enter and they receive you, eat the things which I said before. If they receive you, it's a good sign. Amen. They reject you too. That's next. That's next. Heal the sick there and say to them, the kingdom of God has come to you. Yes. Keep going. But whatever city you enter and they do not receive you, you go out into the streets and say, uh-huh. The very dust of your city, which clings to us, we wipe off against you. Nevertheless, know that the kingdom of God has come to you. In other words, there will be people who will not receive you. No problem. There is a multitude in this world. So don't be afraid. Number one, Jesus is with you. Number two, Amen. they don't accept you. It's Jesus they've rejected. That's it. Number three, let me tell you, in fact, this is a big one. This is a big one. Not everybody will listen to you. I've said that. And um, remember this. Jesus is the one who saves people, not you. Yes. Anybody that you save is not saved. Right. So How don't save that. Be? I didn't get anybody saved. Sometimes <laughs> unbelievers, this record that they need seven to eight times of hearing before they actually get convicted. So that's why you go. Unbeliever will tell you, I know this scripture, I know this scripture. It doesn't mean they are convinced. Some people have sold and sold. You are added. So everything, even if they don't accept Jesus, you have done well. Clap for yourself. Wow. Amen. You've, done well. You've sown a seed. Somebody will add that seventh and the eighth, and then the person will get born again. And those who get born again, other people have spoken maybe six times. You were the seven. That's why they are responding. Wow. Clap for Jesus. All right? So don't Amen. let it bother you. Today, nobody came. Don't worry. Do you know how many outreaches we've done? Wow. Huh. Last week, I had to encourage all my shepherds because they were beginning to be worried that we've done this and nothing. That's the reason why many of you don't come for the Saturday outreach. You come for rehearsal. You come for the prayer. You come for song ministration. But outreach, you are discouraged. Don't be discouraged. You will be rewarded for Amen. every effort. Amen. A plus for effort. The seed you sown. Anybody you think is saved because of your efforts, that person is going to hell because you can't save anybody. It's right. So allow God to work. So that's the next one. Look out where God is working and work. John 5, verse 17 to 19 says, But Jesus answered, My father works and therefore I work. So sometimes you go and you can see that this thing is working. It's God that is at work. It's not Amen. working, no problem. Try your best. Keep praying. If it doesn't work, we'll be back. Then we'll be back. That group that they went, the man said, if you like, come again. So they said they'll be back. Amen. So don't worry at all. You see? Okay. Now, the next thing, which is what you've been waiting for, accept, accept the power of scriptures. Amen. Don't just use Nollywood stories. Okay. Accept the power of scriptures. And I'm going to just list a number of scriptures for you that you can use. Number one is our famous John 3.16. Wow. 
For God so loved the world. Tell the person, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And add verse 17, that for God sent not his hand to condemn the world, but that the, the world through him might be saved. This is what is so powerful. People don't use it. The person who feels he's a sinner says, no, no, no. You are not here. Jesus didn't come to condemn the world, but rather through him you'll be saved. He came Amen. for sinners. He came for those of us who are sinners. I am sinner, you are a sinner. He didn't, there's no condemnation. Some people will tell you, I have to, you know, make sure that I'm okay before I come to your no. church. You can't make yourself okay. The prodigal yes. son was not okay. He was still dripping prostitute juices. Wow. I mean, I'm talking about sweat, sweat. What were you thinking about? Shame on you. Your mind is dead, Spencer. Your mind is dead. Go and clean and come. You are exactly the person I'm preaching about. You, can't, you still cannot clean yourself. Amen. Yeah. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Amen. The church sometimes looks so righteous that sinners cannot join. Meanwhile, there's nobody righteous. There's none righteous. No, not one. Clap not for Jesus. Not one. one. Not, not one. one. Not Amen. one. Not one. Not even since a divine who looks like an angel. Hey. Right. When you stand here, I feel guilty coming close. So when I was dancing, I was dancing. Those who know, I felt that you know the name. I don't know. Next verse you should use. Romans 5.8. Romans 5.8. And you say, tell them, for God demonstrated his love towards us. In that, while we were yet sinners, Christ died. Besides, do you believe that? The Lord found you so dirty. That's when he loved you the deepest. Yes. It's true. Thank That's you, the demonstration. While we were yet sinners, Christ died. Look, when Christ found me, I was a pimp. I was a clear pimp, solid, yes. active, active in service. Dirty. So you tell them, this is what God wants you. Jesus saw the woman caught pants down. Do you know pants down? Hey. Bible says they caught the adultery in the very act. In the very, not in the act, in the very act. Yes. Very means he was seriously in a very, 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 very active. Right there. When they said they brought a woman in the, in the very act. That's real wow. pants down. Jesus said, has <laughs> Anybody who has not sinned before, cast the first stone. Uh -huh. Bible says from the oldest to the youngest, they drop the stone one by one. Hey. You cannot tell me you are perfect. No. If it was perfection, nobody would be in this church, including your pastor. Amen. Maybe me alone. <laughs> That's a joke. Emanuela, you have given your name Emmanuel so that we say God is with us. When you come, Emmanuel has come. You are joking. You are such a... Such so somewhere we should even you yeah, are sitting in front seat too. May the Lord forgive us for putting you there. Amen. No, but that's the truth. You see, she's called God is with us. But man, if you go deeper, you'll be shocked. Amen. Uh, Pastor has now revealed that Emanuela is actually. I didn't say anything. <laughs> Don't start trouble for me. Have enough. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Now, so that's another scripture you can use. Then the other scripture, John 3.23. Listen, it's a teaching. Okay, John 3.23. Do you know what is there? 
all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Amen. All, That's a all. good one. So you are not the only one. All of us have sinned. Yes. Then the next one is John 6, 23. For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life, life through Christ Jesus. Okay? So you need John 3, 26, John 6, 26. You need to try and memorize these scriptures for outreach purposes. Not that, you know, you carry a big Bible, then when they, okay, sit down, and you open. John 3, you open. No, it doesn't work that way. They don't have time. <laughs> Equip yourself. It's like, you have only five minutes. Equip yourself with this scripture. Yes. You have memorized literature books. Memorize this one too. Aqui. You just memorize your bank account information. Memorize this one too. Then the next one, 1 John 1, 8 and 9. Or 1 John 1, 9. Even just 9. If we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all, all unrighteousness. unrighteousness. Write Thank the notes. you, Lord. Look, if you will be equipped this way, this is the best school you would have attended. Not even your PhD. Amen. First John 1. Amen. If we confess our sins, he will forgive us. Yes. That's a major statement. So it doesn't matter what you do. You confess it. He's faithful. He's consistent. Not just you. He's not a favoritism guy. He, every one of us, confess. And not only to forgive our sins, to cleanse us. The sins will go away from all unrighteousness. Then, the big one. Now you have to confess. Romans 10, verse 9 and 10. You know. And that's where it says that. If we confess, I mean, what, what, um, uh, uh, Romans said that if you confess your, with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. And you shall be saved, you see. So if you confess the Lord, no, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart, the Lordship of Jesus, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. So these are the things. Okay, confess Amen. with your mouth and believe. Then it explains in verse 10, uh, Romans 10, verse 9 and 10. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. You see, so person has to believe. After you express the love, then they believe. Amen. That makes them righteous. Now they confess. That brings salvation. So they need to end with the confession. That's why it says, say after me. Repeat this scripture. And our card has that um, that prayer at the back. We'll give, bring some of the cards. Give to everybody. Amen. And it says there, Lord Jesus, then say, Lord Jesus, I know I'm a sinner. I know I'm a sinner. I repent of all my sins. Please come into my life. Wash me by the blood of Jesus Christ. Then he said, I believe Jesus is the Christ, the son of the living God. Confess. He died for my sins. God raised him from the dead. By this confession of faith, I am born again. I'm a child of God. Okay, so everybody try and get some of these. We'll print more. Take half, at least five with you all the time as pocket books. Prepare yourself. Amen. That we call it the preparation of the gospel. Make it a lifestyle, Make it a lifestyle not an event. Hallelujah. We don't only have it when we are going for outreaches. Make it a lifestyle, not an Amen. event. Emanuela, I'm on you because God is with us. Raymond, you, you didn't take that name, so I can't accuse you. <laughs> Amen. 
Make sure you give to Emmanuel because otherwise God will not be with us. Wow. So equip yourself as a lifestyle. Have Amen. it. It's like a pocket. So you see, then you, you see ABCs of salvation. Number one, admit you are a sinner. Number two, believe in Jesus. Number three, confess that Jesus is your Lord. Number four, pray this prayer all in one little pocket-sized salvation note. Amen. And then the information is here about the church, time that we meet and all, you see. And then even my cell phone and Pastor Richard's cell phone, they are here. We don't mind at all. Our cell phones are out there. Jesus will respond. Clap for Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Okay. It's a blessing. So, and then the, the last scripture. John 10.10. 10. For the thief cometh not but for to steal. Pastor Richard, talk to To kill and to destroy. Watch. But I am come. Okay, okay. Uh, that you might have life and have it more abundant. Jesus comes to give the abundant life. The devil comes to steal. But Jesus comes to give the abundant life. Amen. I wish I could finish this. Abundant you know. life. But you see, like the last thing that I want to say is that when you go, try not to be super spiritual, uh, uh, yes. more righteous than thou. Start with some icebreakers. Yes. Icebreakers. Be friendly. You know, one of the things I ask, oh, please, can you show me a good church around this neighborhood? Can you show me a good church about, around this neighborhood? Yes. Can you show me a good church around this neighborhood? I said, oh, this church, this church. So, okay, which one do you go? Um, you know, I really don't go. Oh, okay. Oh. Well, then you're the one that I want to talk to. <laughs> Thank you for the church. And I'm here to talk about the church and the head of the church. Icebreaker. Or you ask, oh, what do you think about this global warming, this gas prices, or COVID? Something red, man. Jesus Christ talked about the Tower of Siloam and used it to preach. Jesus Christ talked about the well. So come from a point, natural point. Amen. Rather a spiritual point. You know, you know, you can also start with, oh, by the way, do you believe in heaven and hell? Do you believe in heaven and hell? It's also a starter. Who is Jesus Christ? You know, sometimes you ask them questions and they respond. It becomes a communication. That's what Jesus did at the well. Yeah. Engage, you see. So these are little things that you can ask. Or the, the last time when Clinton was vying for press, I said, what do you think about a woman president? Everybody knows that. Ah, yeah, you're talking about Clinton. By the time I realize we have a rapport, then we can chip in. You see the point. Amen. And then what is going on here? Have you heard about monkeypox? Monkeypox? They start talking. I hear it's worse than COVID. Or this, this, this. What, but what is, when is COVID going to go away? I hate this. Then you start something. Then by the time you a relationship has developed, then you can chip in about heaven and hell. And then when they say, well, I know about heaven and hell. How do you get there? Oh, by doing good. Oh, well, if you found out that what you are thinking is wrong, would you like to know the correct way of getting there? Then you get there. You see? So Amen. all these things are strategies. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to have practical sessions. You know, wow. when we come for our prayer, then we chip in 15 minutes of sessions. That's what Jehovah Witnesses do. We call them cults, but they're doing the right thing. I don't know about their content, but their procedure is correct. They teach them from day one how to witness. And they walk about in their white shirt and black pants. 
and they witness and witness. If you say you carry the right doctrine, use it and let's see the results. Put your hands together, rise to your feet. Amen. I'm sorry I kept you a little longer. And if because of that I say we stay too long, then you don't understand. I've given you the key. Put your hand on your heart, please. How many are happy that you heard these teachings? I am happy. To oh, hear clap these for Jesus again. Thank you, Jesus. You know, this is on podcast. Listen to it over and over again. You didn't get everything and write them down and practice it. Podcast is on. Amen. It will be ready by tomorrow by God's grace. Okay? Listen to because we rush through. If I get the opportunity next week, I'll finish it off. Okay? Or I'll show you a video, something that, because we are ending, that's next week will be the last one. And you should become experts in, as ambassadors of Christ. That's a function you must perform. Please put your hand on your heart. Tell the Lord, teach me. Teach me. Let me be a real disciple. Let me be a real disciple. Make me a Peter. Make me a Peter. A fragment of a your fragment building block of your church. Of your building block. Let me be able to add block upon block, help people. Let me be Bring able salvation to, to many. Father, I'm tired of always getting. Father, I'm tired of always it's tired. It's time for me to give. It's time for me to give. Anoint me. Anoint Use me. me. Use me. Make me a soul winner. Make me a soul winner. I mean it. I mean it. I need it. I need it. I want to be fruitful. I want to be fruitful for the kingdom of God. In the kingdom of God. I have God. been so selfish. I have been so selfish. It's time to be selfless. It's time to be selfless. Less of self. Less of self. Less of self. Less of self. Like Jesus was. Like Jesus was. And has was. always been. And has always been. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' Now, with all eyes closed, with all eyes closed, Hallelujah. if you're here, and as we were saying this, you realize God still loves you. You want to give your life to Jesus. You want to surrender to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. You came to church, and it's a blessing to hear this message. You really want to surrender to Jesus Christ and start a new life of love with him. This is your opportunity. Don't walk away without making that decision. Don't walk away without confession of faith. All you need to do, if you want to surrender to Jesus, please do this thing with me. Lift up your right hand wherever you are. You want to give your life. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Lift up just one hand wherever you are. God Amen. bless you. You want to give your life to Jesus. Yes. You want to surrender fully to his love now. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. Hallelujah. And now wherever you are standing on Zoom, say this prayer after me with your hands up. Say, Almighty Father, Almighty Father I am calling on you. I am calling on In you. fact, come to the front. Let me pray for you. Come. If Amen. your hand is up, come. Hallelujah. Come. Come. If your hand is up, just walk up to the front. Walk up to the front. Your hand is up. Just walk up to the front. Walk up to the front. God bless you. God bless you right here. God bless you. And then lift up your hand. And congregation, join us. Repeat this after me. Say, Almighty Father. Almighty Father. I came just because of you. I came just because of you. Because I am, I am enjoying your love. Because I am enjoying your love. I believe in your love. I believe in your love. I repent. I repent. Of all my sins. Of all my sins. Please forgive me. Please 
Please forgive me. And wash me. And wash me. In the blood of Jesus. In the blood of Jesus. I believe. I believe. Jesus Christ is Lord. Jesus Christ is Lord. He is the Son of the Living God. He is the Son of the Living God. He died for me. He died for me. God raised him. God raised from him. the dead. From the dead. By this faith confession. By this faith confession. I am born again. I am born again. I am a child of God. I am a child of God. Please write my name. Please write my name. In the book of life. In the book of life. And fill me. And fill me. With your sweet Holy Spirit. With your sweet Holy Spirit. Forever and ever. Forever and ever. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Wow. Weren't you blessed by that anointed word of God? Come join our services this and every Sunday at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time on Zoom at meeting ID 934-809-4313 or in person at 5796 Shelby Oaks Drive, Memphis, Tennessee. Be blessed.